In this episode, I share with you three timeless well-being principles that I've been reminded of this year that have been very profound in my experience, and I hope they help you. Enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the James Grantram Podcast Super Soul Model Series where I help you tune in to your natural state of well-being. Whilst you're alive, whilst you're having this human experience, one thing is for sure, you are always learning and you are always growing simultaneously because Earth is a school and we're all doing the best we can with these human suits to be able to understand how we function as spiritual beings having a human experience. Now, you're always going to be learning. You're always going to be growing. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. And what's really important when we look at our life and we review each year is that we've grown. We have learned. We have received some insights that are powerful for us to take into our daily life as we move forward. And even though I have been doing this and learning and applying what I share with you and teach here for like nearly two decades. One thing that always makes me smile is when I learn a new insight or when I learn a new lesson. Because each time you learn a new lesson and you apply it in your daily life, you feel more enriched, you feel more empowered. And it gives you more energy because you realize what to do and what not to do and how to handle life when certain situations, circumstances and challenges present themselves, you kind of had, you've had a, a, an experience which gives you wisdom to be able to move forward. And that's what well-being is all about. It's learning the pearls of wisdom so that you can apply them when life happens, because life is inevitably going to happen. Life is not a straight road. It's often taking you on a scenic route and a detour. But little do you know, sometimes when you're going through the experience that the detour is actually guiding you in the right direction because it's don't go down this way. What about going down this way? And that's what we can learn about in this particular episode. Some of the things where I've taken detours and I'll be candid with you and open and share some of my stories. Uh, And I hope they have some symmetry with your experience this year. But at least you can take away some insights and lessons so you can apply them in your own life because life is always about what you're experiencing because your experience is the teacher. So here are my three great insights and lessons and if you can go and grab a pen and a piece of paper there'll be a few questions at the end of each of these insights and lessons that will enrich you and empower you because you need to answer your own questions here because if you can answer them honestly you'll get far more from this particular episode because the deeper you go, the more pearls of wisdom you will receive. At the end of every year, it's so easy to look back upon your year and think, I haven't achieved much, I haven't done much. But what I want to share with you is a very simple principle. When you look at the lessons and insights that you have, your life becomes richer because when you've looked at lessons that you've understood, when you've looked at insights that have come your way, you now have them in your back pocket forever. It's so easy to get to the end of every year and feel unfulfilled by certain goals. Maybe you didn't make the money you wanted to make. Maybe your relationships were suffering in some kind of way. Maybe you didn't uh, attract the partner you wanted to attract. Or maybe you didn't reach the weight goals that you wanted or your health goals, whatever they may be. But one thing's for sure, even though you may not have realized those goals yet, 
What they are is they are still in creation. They're in that creation process awaiting to arrive to you when the time is right. And nature won't ever deliver you a fruit off the tree until the fruit is ripe. And that's what you have to understand. We are part of nature and there are laws that govern nature and they also govern our lives. So it's all about getting yourself in tune with nature and in tune with yourself so that you can be the receiver of all the good that's due to flood into your experience when the time is right. But it's easy to fall flat when you don't reach your goals in the year. You can feel dissatisfied, you can feel unfulfilled. And with that comes a heavier energy and maybe more of a determination to do even more in the new year. But I want to just share with you, life isn't a straight road. There's often detours and setbacks. Now, even though you can't see it, even though things may seem far away, there's one thing for sure, and that is life is always working out for you. You can't see the bird's eye perspective of how life is orchestrating everything, how the universe is carefully putting things into place and saying, oh, you might need to meet that person soon, or you need to go to that place and you need to join that club and and all these types of things. You don't see the bigger picture. The universe is the orchestrator of all these beautiful synchronicities and coincidences that don't make any sense to you in your day-to-day life. But it's only when you sort of zoom out of your life that you'll see it will all make sense one day. And one of the things that you have to remember, which is why the end of the year is very powerful, is to remind yourself is that you either win or you learn, but you never lose. Because when there is a so-called loss, you're actually just learning a lesson about what not to do. Every suffering that you experience is really a teacher cloaked in disguise. Which leads me into the first of my insights and lessons this year, which is adaptability. Sometimes it may seem to you as though you're trying and you're trying and you're showing up and you're doing all you can and you're putting your best foot forward and nothing comes of it. And you're thinking to yourself, what am I doing wrong? And then you start to doubt yourself. You start to doubt your ability to do whatever it is that you do. And when nothing happens, you think to yourself, oh, I'm doing the wrong thing. But that might just mean that you're going down the wrong road. You're going down the wrong route. And life is trying to say to you, hey, you're going down that route. Nothing's happening. Why not turn around and go this way? And sometimes you have to realize that you are going down a a dead end. But really, all you need to do is turn around and adapt Now, we all need to do this in life. And the sooner you become flexible in your ability to adapt because you know what you want, then the more well-being you'll feel in your body, the more energy you feel, because you feel flat when you go down a road and you can't turn around and you don't see what you're looking for. But you feel enlivened and enriched and energized when you go down a road and there's lots of opportunity, things open up for you. And you need to realize when you're going down one of those kind of dead ends, so to speak. Now, it's not that there's anything wrong with that road. It's just saying that, remember, life is a bit like a maze. It will take you on detours. It will take you on scenic routes. It will give you setbacks to realize and help you realize what it is that you really want. Because anything of value takes great time to build. Anything that will enrich your life and enrich the lives of people around you takes time, it takes discipline, and it takes 
understanding and insights and learning lessons along the way. So for me this year, I had to learn how to adapt. Now, I've been learning to have to adapt for the last couple of years since my father died and I moved out to Spain to look after my mum and help her with her health and well-being. But in that adaptability, I had to learn how to speak another language. I had to learn how to deal with tax office departments in a different country. I had to learn all the things that come with about being in a new country that I knew nothing about before. So in your experience, every time you learn to adapt, you enrich yourself because it may seem extremely hard to have to adapt. But as a human being, we are very adaptable. We are very malleable. We're very good at transforming when we need to. And you only realize how great you are and how powerful you are. And most importantly, how strong you are as your character and your heart when you're put in situations that are really uncomfortable. So learning to adapt isn't comfortable. It requires a lot of mind. It requires uh, a lot of presence. It requires so much from you. But when you adapt and you make it part of your daily experience, realizing that you might have to be flexible, you might have to change at any moment, that will become an enriching life experience and life lesson for you. And this was a great reminder for me this year particularly when it came to work and sharing content. I realized I was sharing content on Instagram, which is great. But every time I was sharing content, I felt like I was going down a a dead end because it was very limited in its access for me to help reach the people I want to reach because the algorithm in Instagram is a little limited. And it was only when I looked deeper into this that I realized, well, I will keep putting content out. But what I want to do is I want to find my audience where I can share my vision of helping people enjoy greater, happier, healthier lives of greater well-being. And whilst I'd taken some time to actually start it, I set up a TikTok account and then I started posting uh, a few videos a week. And that grew and grew and grew and is still growing And it's been so rewarding because so many people have written into me and I've been able to share my knowledge and understanding to help people enjoy happier, healthier lives of greater well-being. And so adapting to that and making change felt so empowering and has brought me so much more energy and so much more joy in my work because I realized that there's greater audience interaction. So as the audience grows, hearing the content that I keep uploading It's great to see people, our lives are being touched in meaningful ways, creating positive ripples. And I realize that everything of value takes time. So I'm willing to put in the time because there is a rich reward going down a new avenue. And in the new year, I'll be looking at yet another avenue to be able to walk down and post content because I realize that adapting the whole time is so important. If you look at People like Madonna, she's always managed to stay relevant, adapting with the times. It's all about learning how to adapt and how to move with the times so that you don't get lost behind because unless you're flexible and unless you're willing to adapt, you'll get lost. And remember, the only thing that happens is is that when you suffer is because you're not learning the lesson. And for me this year, learning to adapt was a big, big one. So if you've got your pen and your paper, this might be a good time to write these questions down. So where do you need to adapt? Where do you need to make some subtle changes? Can you care for your money even better? Can you learn some new ways to invest? How are you with your self-talk? Do you beat yourself up each time you make an error? Or are you gentle with yourself? You know. Where can you forgive 
yourself and where can you forgive another? Because each time you're willing to adapt and make these subtle changes, you'll experience more energy, more vitality and more well-being. Just think of your life as like a TV set. Your life is a beautiful picture, hopefully. And if it's not, sometimes there's a little static. You've got to remember that the picture that you have for your mind, your goals, your dreams and your life should be in ultra high definition. But in order for that ultra high definition, you need to have a fast broadband speed. And your broadband speed is your natural state of well-being. Now, if for some reason your energy is limited or slow, then your the definition on, on your picture won't be that great. So you've got to realize and ask yourself those questions. Where do I need to adapt? Where do I need to change? What's going to up my energy in the forthcoming year? Because every time that you're willing to ask some of those tougher questions, you'll get good answers because you know truthfully what you need to do in order to make some subtle changes. And the only person that's ever going to solve your problems for you is yourself. And that is part of the spiritual journey. You realizing that you are the savior of you. You are the savior of you turning your life around and transforming it. No one else is going to do it for you. You will do it for yourself. And that is a very empowering place because it means you've got control and the reins over your life and your vision and what you want to bring in. Life is always evolving, so you've just got to realize that adjusting is just part of the game. So this leads me on to number two, which is the value of having patience. Patience is a virtue, and it's often a lesson that you need to learn over and over again. For me, it seems as though it's a recurrent theme because I'm not always the most patient person, but I always try, and I always want to be more patient because I'm conscious that I come more from heart and soul than I come from ego and whilst the ego is important in making decisions etc and running a family and running a business all of these things are super important I want to come from a state of flow I want to come from a state of heart and I realize the more patience I have the more flow I experience and it's the same for you so the more patience that you have the more that you realize that it's the long term that's the most rewarding And I took up a game about a year and a half ago called paddle tennis, which is a bit like tennis meets squash. And there's a wall at the back. And in this game, you need to have patience in order to win the game because the ball can often bounce in some of the most unusual ways. But because there's walls, it will keep coming back and back. So you want to really play the game, keep showing up, keep hitting the ball back over the net until the other person makes the mistake. And so I realized when it really clicked that that was how the game was won. You're not overjoyed when you win. You're just very calm and relaxed because it's the patience and that value of patience and having that character and having that attitude, which sees that the game is just a long-term game. And that's very much like life. The more patient you are, the more flow you will experience because you're not pushing against anything. You're realizing that things take time and you're willing to let it unfold in front of you. And when opportunities come, you're willing to walk right through. Bruce Lee used to say, when the opportunity comes, it's almost as if the fist just hits by itself because it's just the natural outcome of opportunity, timing and patience all coming together. Now, developing an attitude of patience is hard. 
developing an attitude of adaptability is hard because these things are all uncomfortable. We don't want to change. We don't want to have to do things differently than we've done them before because they require mind, they require precision, they require poise, they require skill. They require you being fully present to do something that's difficult because you don't normally do it. But when you begin to learn these disciplines, what happens is you realize that you feel greater, you feel happier, you feel more energized. And for me, taking that attitude of patience and realizing that I've got to do some things for my family, like sell certain assets in a foreign country, which is very difficult if you don't know how to speak the language and you don't know the law. But in the experience of that, I realized that having patience, realizing when the opportunity does come and the right people are there, an opportunity will present itself. And that's exactly what's happened this year. And I'm so thankful for learning this because it's been such a difficult experience, high emotions on, you know, trying to help my family and help my mum and, you know, try and keep her well and look after her in her 80s. So developing this attitude of patience is so invaluable for you. And so I want to ask you a couple of questions. Where can you be more patient? Can you be more patient with others? Can you be more patient by stopping criticizing people or judging them? And can you just be open and receptive to just exactly who they are in that moment? Because each time you criticize, you're blocking yourself off from that vital flow of well-being. And each time you judge, you're doing exactly the same. Can you be more patient and trusting in life for it to deliver what you want at the right time rather than at the time you want it to be? Can you appreciate more and criticize less? And can you be happy for others in their success whilst yours may still be coming into fruition? Just remember Success is a state of joy, is a state of happiness, and is a state of alignment. And when you can see others experiencing alignment, then you want to compliment them because that means that you too recognize that's within you. Remember, patience is a powerful discipline. Now, my third insight and lesson for the year is replenishment. And this really came about when I realized that my mood was dipping. Now, I could go on and on about all the different self-care habits and activities that will help you, and all of them are important. But what the most important rule is that you have to remember is that unless you take care of yourself and your mood, what shows up in your life will be a reflection of the mood that you hold. And this year it stood out like a massive sore thumb because each time I realized I was fixating on problems, family challenges that I had and that I was having to deal with, then I realized that my mood would dip and with it, everything in my environment for that moment suffered. The people, the environment itself, everything. And I realized that the only way that this was ever going to change was when I replenished myself in that moment. And I want to share with you something that I realized that we all do is that fixating on problems never solves them. And when you're trying to solve a problem and you are in a tough spot, it's very difficult to find that actual solution because it's on a different frequency. So if I really actually cared and I cared about other people and I cared about myself and I cared about being in a good mood 
And I realized that the universe was always responding to my emotional health, my emotional well-being and the good vibes I was sending out. It meant that I need to be in a good mood more of the time. Now, I've said previously before, you only need to be uh, 51% of the time sending out positive vibes for you to see actual evidence that things are sort of clicking into place for you. And it's only when you get to about 70 or 80% that life becomes like magical for you. And I realized that when my mood was dipping, I needed to do something about it now. Instead of me going to my old previous toolkit, which was putting some music on, trying to dance it out, trying to go for a run, which still is very effective, by the way. I realized that if I needed to change my mood right now, if I wanted instant results and instant emotional state change, there was one thing that surpassed everything I've come across. And I realized that unless I changed my mood, my day wouldn't change. And that was jumping in some cold water or getting in a cold shower. Now, you always get what you settle for. And if you settle for feeling just average, if you settle for just feeling okay, then you're missing a trick. What you really want to do is settle for feeling great because you always get what you settle for because you're conditioning yourself over and over again with your emotional state. So I learned that jumping in this cold water changed my emotional state and it changed the way I felt and it changed the opportunities and things that presented them to me in that moment. And I never liked doing it because I had to bypass my mind of wanting to be comfortable. It's like the ego's in control. And when I choose, I'm going to actually bypass that, feel uncomfortable, jump in the cold or get in the cold shower, that I realized that my mood would change. And so would the text that would come to me. So would the emails that would come to me. So would the opportunities and the green lights that would come to me. And so would the podcast ideas that would come to me. I realized that I received new podcast ideas straight after I'd got out of a cold shower or had a cold swim. It was incredible and it still is. But don't believe me until you get your own experience. This has been so profound for me because I've done it like 50 times this year and I've realized, wow, this is this is consistent. This works. I don't like feeling uncomfortable getting into the cold, but I do like how I feel afterwards because I do realize that I'm getting more green lights as a result of me jumping in the cold water. So question time, where can you replenish yourself? Do you settle for less than feeling good? Do you settle for just feeling average or do you settle for feeling great? Do you have habits and practices that consistently top up your mood that you use every single day? Or do you reach for externals like drink and drugs and other forms of addiction? Because we all find ourselves moving towards those types of things. But you have full ownership of your mood. You get to decide. Do you get enough rest? Do you have enough playtime each day? Do you give yourself enough fun and joy? Because if you do, you are living life correctly. But if you don't, you're missing a trick because life is supposed to be fun. Life is supposed to be joyful. It's not supposed to be a grind, but sometimes it feels that way. And it only feels that way is because you've conditioned yourself to live that way emotionally. Anyway, there you have it. Those are my three insights and lessons from this year that have been very profound and helpful in my experience and allowed me to grow in greater inner peace and calm and harmony and, and been very powerful in my experience. And I hope they help you and give you some insight and light you up in some kind of way. Do share with me what your insights and what lessons you've learned this year, because whatever you share is your awareness. And remember, first comes awareness 
then comes your transformation and your success that follows because everything you do comes from the knowledge that you've applied through your experience, which is what wisdom is all about. Anyway, I wish you a wonderful week ahead, wherever you are, and I wish you green lights all the way. Thanks for listening to this episode. And if you've been inspired in some kind of way, please consider liking, subscribing, sharing, and even leaving a review. That would make a big difference. I really am grateful for your continued support and thank you for listening.